Alright, welcome everybody to another episode of the Money Mitch Effect. My name is Mitch Michaels. We're back and uh, got a special guest for Masters Week. Josh Witten on the show again. It's been a bit. Josh, welcome uh, back to the show. It's uh, your wheelhouse, so we had to have you in. And uh, I know that you know other things in the sport world, like the Lakers might be getting you down, but we're going to cheer you up <laughs> at the Masters this week. There's, there's basketball being played right now? I had no idea. Uh, that was a tough yeah. one. That was a tough year when you're not even, you know, when you're 20 teams, I guess, out of 30 make the playoffs. But, uh, you know, it was... Yeah, it was, and your captain and GM walks out with 20 minutes to go last night. That's a good leadership. Yeah, it looks like Isaiah Thomas, actually. Made me think yeah. of the Bad Boy Pistons in a lot of ways. But, yeah, that I don't was... Need to see oh. you. You're the one from Cleveland, so... Oh, I mean, it was, you know, the off-season moves were kind of where we where we ended up here. I think everyone would agree on that and the injuries and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, an unfortunate set of circumstances for the Lakers. And, uh, you know, well, I guess we'll just have to see. If we're going to just mention basketball, I do want to give a shout-out to the Kansas Jayhawks for winning oh. that that Final Four. And it was about as good of a Final Four collectively as you can imagine. I mean, the first game of the weekend with Villanova kind of making it close at the end, but down an injured man. Kansas wins that one. Duke, North Carolina, that was as good of a game as you can imagine. Then the tournament, Josh, ends with Kansas down 15, coming back and winning the title. It was a, uh, a remarkable set of games there in New Orleans. What a second half. I mean, that was that's what college shoots is all about. It was really fun to watch. And uh, and Bill Self did it. I mean, he got his second ring, and uh, good for them. I was happy. A lot of, I have a lot of friends uh, that are Jayhawks, so it was good to see. Yeah, it was uh, his second ring, same as Jay Wright. They're like that next generation. They're going to become the old old guard of coaching here. And uh, Kay goes out losing to North Carolina. I know they wanted the title. I know the injury. Josh, they beat Coach K twice, his last game ever and his last game at home. I think that's, uh, that's bragging rights that aren't going to go away anytime soon. I think so, and I think Hubert Davis just got like a 10-year extension, I think. He should, I mean, first year, man, I know they had some rough years. They you know, had some rough games this year, and they got only an eighth seed. But, man, they, they have to be floored with that hire. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And I, not to risk uh, embarrassing myself, I didn't even know that Roy Williams was no longer the coach So um, at the start of the tournament. So uh, good for them. It was great to see. And, and, yeah, I mean, Monday night, they really capped it off that last hour, hour and a half of the second half was was just spectacular, like you said. So, anyway, let's focus on the greatest week okay. in the golf world. Okay, we got you. The Masters 2022, second year uh, since the COVID fall edition that we're back in the spring. A lot of uh, angles to break down in this one, but I do want to start with uh, what I always want to start with, and that's food. Matsuyama's Champion Dinner. What did you think of it? I think it's, and it seems to have been the perfect, perfect meal. I, I haven't heard a bad word said about about the meal. Um, start with some sushi, which I'm sure Bubba Watson and some guys skipped, but uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah. then you go into some black cod, miso glazed black cod, and some uh, some wagyu beef. I mean, it sounds great. Sounds delicious. And uh, and apparently, I, I was reading today that. He got up and spoke in English for three minutes, which he never does, and that was really neat to see um, and to uh, for him to do because you know the Japanese culture 
as we've seen through athletes throughout the year, they, they prefer not to speak in English until they have a complete command of the language. And I'm sure that was a very nerve-wracking moments for him in front of all the past champions and uh, and Fred Ridley that were there. But uh, what what a night! And probably you know one of the most exclusive clubs that you can be a part of, um, more so than the Heisman list or something like yeah. that, uh, because the multiple-time champions. So what a night! Uh, and just a great way to kick off the week. I saw I just got off, just landed from uh, Orange County into DFW, and I saw some of the on my ride back into the city. I saw some of the highlights from the par three today, which is another just beautiful tradition that that everybody enjoys for the week with all their kids out there and uh, caddying for them and stuff. And um, I think people are raring to go tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think in, in the part three especially is the one that they say if you go, that's the one you should go to for a more fun atmosphere. And I agree with you, and I think look, it's going to get lost in, in how hard it is to win this tournament, let alone win it again. But what Matsuyama did last year was, I mean, you can argue, it's one of the top, it's on the short list of top performances on that golf course for sure. What he did and how he played down the stretch was just remarkable. Him going into this tournament, now I know there's going to be a list of favorites that we're going to get to, but he was another name that not only was he, you know, winning the Masters is obviously a lifetime achievement, the achievement you can make in golf arguably, but Josh, he's one of the premier players. And whether it's another Masters, another major, like he's going to be in the running, I would think, for a long time. What do you think it is about his game that, you know, propelled him last year and and how... You know he's going to have to he, how he's going to have to deal with being the champion coming back. Well, very difficult to repeat. Uh, everything came together for him last year, as you said. That last round was magical, and he made all his putts. So that's pretty much what it comes down to on the PGA Tour. He's not in the, the best of form right now in terms of players I would pick, but the guy has all the tools. And what he did for the country of his home country of Japan. And the notoriety that that brings, I mean, you know, knowing the tennis world and what we've seen with Naomi and those kind of things, what it means to that culture um, to as a first-time major winner in the sport of golf, male, excuse me, that, uh, that did it. And um, just spectacular. Uh, and probably the classiest image that everyone remembers from last year is his caddy bowing to the course and thanking the course and, you know, probably – one of the best sports images of 2021 right there. Oh, I would agree with that for sure. It was remarkable. I think he had a layover going back to Japan yeah. and he had the, just the, you know, he was just chilling in the airport. It was great. Uh, trophy I think was there. Uh, no, I mean, he's somebody to, to keep an eye on because he's the champion and also to keep an eye on another guy, Josh Tiger Woods playing. I know you were revved up when you heard the news. We hadn't even really talked about it, but I think we can all be realistic with expectations given all that's happened in the last year. But that said, having him in Augusta, the magic's going to be there. So just a great moment for sports that he's going to be teeing up tomorrow. It really is. And it shows what hard work and perseverance can do. Uh, You know, 14 months ago, he almost lost his leg and his life. Uh, And to, as he said, not take one day off, and I believe him, between his rehab to now and as we all know i mean for 25 years this is the 25th anniversary of his win in 1997 and he has said he will never tee it up if he doesn't believe he can win now 
the odds because he hasn't been out there on tour and gotten the reps. But you know he's working his butt off down at Medalist in Jupiter the last few months. And, you know, we, I think we spoke in January on, on the pod um, right after the PNC, and that was just spectacular to see what him and Charlie put together and to come in second place there and lose to the dailies. But, um, but Tiger's there to win, and uh, make no mistake about it, he's got a decent pairing with Louis Oosthuizen and Joaquin Neiman, and those guys are probably – I, I would not put those two guys that he's his playing partners up at the top because there's just, as you saw in Monday's practice round with Freddie and, and JT, it's a circus out there. And it's awesome with all the patrons uh, following him. But, yes, at uh, 10.34 a.m. tomorrow, uh, Eastern time, the featured group of the day with Tiger is going to be uh, must-watch TV. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'd love to say that he's going to finish top 10 just because we've seen him do that before. Back surgeries, not having yeah. played in months and months and months and comes back and finishes T4. You know, the guy loves that place. He knows where to miss it. From Freddie Couples' comments the last couple of days, he's bombing the ball, hitting it past JT, which as a 46-year-old man is pretty awesome. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, and that's a good point about guys that play with him might not be the best picks because it is a circus just because of the Tiger Woods effect. Knowing that course and playing it over half of his life now, I think gives him the edge that would probably be something other players and, you know, other opportunities might not be there, especially if it's another major where it's, you're going different U S open courses. Uh, that yep. said though, looking at the field and we'll kind of get into the odds. I just want to hear which players you kind of are digging or not digging going into this. If you go straight winner on some of the names, unnamed betting site but the co-favorites right now going into this tournament i'm sure you know are john ram and justin thomas at plus 1200 so those two as the favorites understandably why what they've done jt for example josh everyone says his his game is made for this course what are your thoughts on ram and jt as the favorites heading into this year's uh both pretty decent pairings uh, uh jt's with the past uh last year's champion, Matsuyama, and, and uh, the U.S. amateur champion, um, which, you know, he's not – he's in a good position there to play well. Um, Rom is can't lay, and uh, they're going to spur each other on. I, I really think that they're both going to want to prove that – that uh, I mean, shoot, Rom's come in the top ten the last four times he's played. Also another person in Rom and Cantlay's group is Will Zalatoris. Will came in second place last year as a mm-hmm. first-time Masters participant. That just doesn't happen around that course. You know, they always talk about how important it is to get your reps there and in tournament reps, not just practice rounds. I mean, once you garner the invitation to the Masters, you can play there as much as you want leading up to the tournament. But people go up for a scouting event or scouting rounds and then, you know, get their their yardages down and stuff. But uh, I can easily see Braun winning. Coming off last year's U.S. Open win on the tough course of Torrey Pines, he's just got to stay – focused and not let the little things bother him. As we know, you can take bad bounces, bad breaks. A couple of years ago, if you remember, Bryson hit that, uh, tried to drive that green and lost his ball in the tree, and he freaked out, and he just got mental. Rom has proven by winning the U.S. Open last year that, that he can stand. He is a hothead, but he's now a major champion, and uh, it's a pretty solid pick. Yeah. Um, and JT, you know, falls around, like he says, 
uh, Freddy and Tiger like a little puppy dog. Yeah, that's but great. They're kind of close lip with him. Yeah, they're not giving all of his all, I, all their little tricks of the trade right now. I just want to say also that John Rahm last summer was, in a lot of ways, the can't miss golfer, like must see TV. For good and bad, because I remember it was, I think, the BMWs, where it was him and DJ down the stretch, just shot after shot. It was incredible. Uh, Memorial, I think it was, where he was winning, and they, you know, the COVID issue forced him out of the final. Uh, and then, of course, he, he wins his major there you know, that summer as well. But he's somebody that is a confident player, and he has that look of a guy that's ready to put the, gold, to put the green jacket on. Justin Thomas, along with Dustin Johnson, who is a former champion, they're normally top 10 guys, and I bring them up because last year they weren't. Do you, and we can also open this up to DJ, who's won before, who's still got all the all the tools and, and knows this course. Do you think that was more of just like a blip in the radar, a, you know, a little bit of a fluke, that they were, you know, not making the cut in, in DJ's case and not doing well? And you think this year they'll get back to their top 10 ways? I really do. And I think um, one person who we haven't mentioned yet, I know we'll get to him, that is loving the fact that Tiger's back and all the focus is on JT and Rom is Roy McIlroy, who's going yeah. for the Grand Slam. So uh, he's in a he's in a good spot. He's last off the tee tomorrow with Brooks and uh, Matthew Fitzpatrick, which is a comfortable pairing for him, a fellow Ryder Cup uh, teammate in Fitzpatrick there. Um, but yeah, Dustin Dustin hits the ball so long and so straight that. He's always going to contend. I'm sure last year, it's hard coming back. And that's what I was saying earlier about Matsuyama. Mm-hmm. You know, having to host the dinner on Tuesday night, there's just a lot of media responsibility for you. And I'm sure having just played the Masters less than five months before last year for DJ w- was a little difficult. But, you know, the good thing, he's like you said, he's like, I'm always coming back here. So uh, that's the, one of the greatest traditions of the Masters is that the past champions get to return for as long as they'd like. And uh, it's pretty special place. Like it wouldn't surprise me at all if Bernard Longer at sixty four or whatever he is <laughs> makes the cut this week because he plays such competitive golf on the PGA Champions Tour that around this place he can just get it done. Now the rain the last couple of days is going to make the course a little bit longer. So once again, we're going to talk about how the Bombers have a better opportunity, but that, 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 those grounds dry out quickly. So I don't think I want to say it's just down to eight people. Um, but uh, I'm looking forward to it. it. It's not wide open. There's a grouping of 20 players that can win like there is every year, but once again, just some awesome pairings. The Masters does a great job. Like yeah. DJ is with Billy Horschel and Colin Morikawa. I mean, that's a great, like a, once again, a Ryder Cup threesome that those guys are comfortable. They play dozens of rounds together, and it's, it's just going to be a fun, fun, fun one to watch. Josh Witten here on the Money Mitch Effect uh, as we – Look at some other players, and before we get to some bets I like and don't like, who else do you think is in that group of 20 players? A guy like Brooks Kepko who was banged up at the end of last year, plus 2,000. Bryson DeChambeau trending the wrong way at plus 4,000. You know, always got to talk them up. Morikawa, who you mentioned, has a major. He's up there at plus 2,000. Two He's got two majors. Yeah, and a guy that we didn't mention as well playing better golf, trending back, or back the right way is Jordan Spieth, who is... He was he's one year before and he's plus two thousand. So here we go. Is, is he back in the mix? He's he's got a good group too because he's got to stay sharp. He's got he's with Victor Hovland and Xander Shoffley. You know we've been doing this for a few years now. Xander, majors, and Xander's one of our favorites. I mean mm-hmm. we love him and and uh, 
they're they're going up second to last right before Brooks and Rory and Fitzpatrick and and that's going to be a good group to watch tomorrow afternoon late coming in uh, with the shadows uh, across the grounds at Augusta. Um, great great pairing for him. I, I think he's once again because of this Tiger Woods effect. Some of these guys are under the radar a little bit more sort of this year than they than they have been in the past. One of my favorite groups, and, and I think it's three guys that we all enjoy, and we enjoy their banter on social media stuff, is Kevin Kisner, Daniel Berger, and Tommy Fleetwood. Uh, oh, yeah. That's a great group. Um, one of the cool stories um, that's happened this year, Luke List um, won at Torrey Pines earlier this year. He hasn't played, dude, there in 17 years since he was an amateur. So... Once again, very difficult to come in as a first time as a professional and win, but the guy hits the ball a mile, and if his putters were if his putters on, then he can contend. Um, my dark horse of the week is Corey Connors, yeah. Canadian guy, finished in the top ten the last two years at Augusta, and uh, no one's going to talk about him. And I think that that he's going to go under the radar, and he'll I think he'll finish in the top ten. That's that's my. That's my lock of the week. So your lock, okay, we'll, we'll get, you know what? I, I was going to do some top 10 bets that I like and uh, some top five even, but we'll look at it. You said Connor's top 10. Corey Connor Is your lock of the week. And For the top 10. It's plus 310, so that's a good one. I got I got someone that has the exact same odds that I like top 10, and that's Matthew Fitzpatrick. That's a great one. Now, last six months, look, look at it. the stats. Look at the stats. Last six months, he's been playing easily the best golf of his career. That's awesome. Um, and like I said, he's going out last. Everyone's going to be following Rory and Brooks, and he can fly under the radar. He does not get rattled. He's a solid player. That's and, good. Uh, doesn't make mistakes. And not like a hothead. Like I love Terrell Hatton, but he's a little mental. Mm-hmm. Um, Cam Smith is another guy who's won a couple times already this year. And, I know I just rattled off a bunch of dudes. No, but. that's what you have to do here because there's so many opportunities. Um, um, and, 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 of course, Patrick Antley, our boy, uh, your boy well, in particular, if he can make a run here, it would be great. Uh, he's really somebody would. that's about plus 2,500. And maybe a couple weeks ago it hasn't been, you know, the last couple weeks hasn't let in good, but he can play pretty well uh, at this tournament in particular. Uh, what about players on the negative side that you're not feeling? that you're just like, I'm going to stay away from them. I'm not sure, or I actually think they're not going to golf well. I don't think Sergio's going to have a good week. Uh, well, that's, I mean, that's like, okay. <laughs> I know. But I mean, he yeah. won less than five years ago. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, him and, and another another uh, European Ryder Cupper, Justin Rose, has been trending the wrong way. I, I would really, not, not been always the biggest fan, but Bubba's trending pretty well. Now, he's a two-time champion. But he, another disappointment for me this year, this season so far, has been Tony Finau. We've talked about him the last two or three years on the pod, and uh, we loved him. He finally broke through and had a great year last year. And, you know, I don't know if he's resting on his laurels, but uh, just hasn't come out as hot this year as, um, as one would like. Um, I know we talked about him trending well, I, but I mentioned earlier, right at the start, it's going to be a difficult week for Hideki. Um, mm-hmm. He knows he's always going to be back here. So is he going to just not have that, that fire and that, that want to, to, to play well? Um, you talked about it already. Bryson, <laughs> we all saw the... Um, Last year. The, I mean, is he going to go out in flames on Thursday? Because that's usually, <laughs> you know, 
That's well, kind of how it happened last year. He can't he can't just take the driver out and rip it or grip it and rip it. I mean, with his wrist injury, it's going to be it's going to be difficult. And it, <laughs> I would say though, but I, I would add two more bigger names that I'm not really feeling going in. Uh, and I like Scotty Scheffler, but he's, he's, a, he's what they call a newbie here. So I don't know if I trust him on that first experience to just light it up. And just with the odds, just going value, he's one of the top favorites we didn't mention. And yep. uh, the recent lack of putting accuracy from Victor Hovland has me a little concerned. Oof. He, so, he could eat one once or twice this year. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't, this is a mental hard. course. You know, this is not just, yep. it's, the, it's the whole experience. So. Those are the two that would scare me. But you mentioned Tony Finau. I mean, I agree with you, but plus 400 for the top 10, that seems to be where he lives. So even if he's higher yeah. up, if he stumbles, I feel like that's always kind of been his consistency. So we'll see. I think there's some good top five and top 10 bets to be made here. And, yeah, maybe that's where it is. You can also do the matchups and, like we said, pick the exotics of who's going to finish best in the country, from the country and, and whatnot too. So there's a lot to like. We had spent like 20 minutes or 30 minutes plus last night with my older brother, Brett, and we played 12 different bets on DraftKings. So we have a lot to uh, to have some fun and, and keep our eye out for this week. It's um, it's just it's just such a fun week. And I, I think this year, just because Tiger's back and, and the uncertainty there is just bringing another level of, uh, of excitement to the, to the week. Um, the dude in front of me in security, and he was actually three rows in front of me on my plane from John Wayne to Dallas today, was going to the Masters, and we were talking for like 20 minutes. He's so pumped, but uh, I, I wish I would have <laughs> just taken gone that with next him, yeah. Augusta, <laughs> but I had to get off. It's going to be a great week. I, the weather looks like it stopped raining for the rest of the week, so they should the course should dry out, and it should be uh, playable all, all all four days. And uh, man, it's going to be a fun one. Should be. Can't wait. Last thing, if you know, just throwing it out there. Who's your pick to win, and uh, how well does Tiger do? Tiger finishes top ten, and wow. Rory McIlroy wins the tournament and gets the Grand Slam. Nice. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, top ten for Tiger would be great. I just, I'm worried about four rounds on the body, given what he's been through. But it would be nice to see if he gets top ten. Uh, I'll, say t- I'll say top Val- 20. <laughs> I'll say top 20. And if I had to pick one name from the list, uh, I do think, I know I think I picked Xander last year, um, but I'm not going to pick him this year. I'll go with, uh, I'll say Rom gets it as a favorite. I hate picking favorites, but I think he gets it this year. Well, and I would just continue the Spanish lineage to win there with yeah. Sebi and Jose. Sergio yeah, kind of give us a old. Yeah, I mean, yeah, two. It would be back to back non, you know, non Americans winning. So we'll see. But it's fun. It, it's exciting to see, and uh, I'm I'm, I'm going to be tuned in as I'm sure you will. Uh, Josh, when pleasure talking masters. Last thing, got to talk the fights this week. Got another pay per view UFC 273 in Jacksonville, which is becoming like an unofficial hub for the UFC, having all these pay per views in the state yep. of Florida, but. Decent one. We got three fights that are at the top of the card. Two of them for titles, and one of them is just a uh, a, a banger of a welterweight fight. But the co-main on the uh, second to last on Peter Yan and Sterling 
for Sterling's belt. He hasn't fought since then. We actually watched the first fight together. I don't know if you remember that, where Jan was yeah. killing, and then it was the illegal knee, and he lost the title as a result of that. But Jan's a big favorite. He's a heck of a fighter. But Sterling's got some game in him, too. This should be a good one. And Jan's been having some close calls recently getting to this point. He really has. And uh, I'm sure his comments about wanting to kill Sterling a couple days ago, or today, uh, uh, is is going to spur Sterling on a little bit. But I just, you know, I, I want to see it go the distance and I want to see a bloodbath. It, it's going to be a fun one to watch. And, uh, you know, we found not quite the same as our as our haunts in L.A., but we found a decent spot here in Dallas to watch. And, and uh, we're looking forward to that one, definitely. Yeah, Jan's such a beast. It's going to be hard for Sterling to do it. He's going to have to come in with a new game plan. I want to see how he looks after all that time away. Uh, the other Cone main event was a uh, kind of a replacement fight with Volkanovski, who's been on a tear. He's been just killing it at the featherweight game. He was supposed to fight Max Holloway. It would have been their third fight. The second of the, the two, both of them going Volkanovski's way, but the second one definitely a controversial decision. But Holloway could not make this fight with an injury. As a result, the Korean Zombie gets his shot at the belt. Now, Josh, I love Korean Zombie. I think he's a great fighter, but it's easy to be concerned with his chances to win this one because A, Volkanovski is so great, and B, Korean Zombie hasn't really had the results. It's a golden opportunity. We'll see what he makes of it. But but it's just Volkanovski is too tough right now, and I don't know who's going to take this belt from him in this weight class. It, it looks like it's going to be a, an uphill battle for Zombie, Korean Zombie, but uh, it's just knowing that Volkanovski's only lost once in his career. He's got the confidence going in. I know these fighters are in tip-top shape all their lives, but mentally, you know, you got to prepare for a fight. And it's, whether that's a few weeks or a few months, hopping in there as a replacement fighter is always, like you said, the confidence that Volkanovski has going into the fight. More than likely, he will uh, retain that, that belt and uh, wait for the, the trilogy to happen yeah and i want to know what max looks like as all the damage kind of mounts up for him he had uh, he's had some bangers recently so we'll see this will be the the it's weird to get a trilogy fight when you've lost twice to the guy but there's really nobody else out there i think and uh unless you talk about the super mega fights or people are changing weight classes so that'll be a tough one uh, and actually maybe the fight i'm most looking forward to seeing just because it's got the fighter i'm most intrigued by maybe in all of ufc but Gilbert Burns taking on Chimeyev. Uh Chimeyev is just a monster. It's one of the most frightening fighters we've seen in a long time. He's been dominant at both middleweight and welterweight. And mm-hmm. he's a huge favorite in this one. He has a very violent style. He doesn't take any damage. He's a scary individual, Josh, I'll be honest. And I would love to see Burns make it a fight and, and even go the distance, which seems doubtful for anybody who stepped in the octagon with him. But she may have something, and I think he's going to continue to, to grow his legend in this one. I think so, too. And, you know, if Burns does uh, come through, then what's next for him? I mean, is it a title shot? Uh, so, great card. Kind of lost in all the the other sports going on, but uh, in the start of baseball season happening, good luck to your Indians and uh, my Halos. But, uh Oh, I guess we have to call him. I'm not going to correct you. Keyboard, but, <laughs> no, we can keep but, it going. Uh, I didn't say it. You, yeah. didn't, you didn't hear me say that word. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, uh, um, should be a good one. And um, let's hope. Uh, let's hope there's not some. Let's hope there's not bang, bang, boom, quick fights because uh, these athletes are just magical to watch perform. Yeah, absolutely. I would also just add that 
that welterweight title picture with the fact that uh, with the fact that Usman is kind of sitting there. He might fight Leon Edwards there. Jameyev is going to be right in the title picture if he wins his fight. So uh, it'll be interesting yeah. to see what he does there. But the fight game is getting back good, and we're and we're not too far away, Josh, from Gaethje and Oliveira, which should be an absolute banger for that lightweight mm-hmm. strap. That's one I can't wait for at all. Uh, should be fun. Josh, appreciate you coming on, talking some sports, talking Masters. Uh, be careful. Don't fall too much into the Tiger hype train. You know, be prepared if he doesn't. If he doesn't play well, it's okay. It's just great to see him back out here. But uh, in all seriousness, thanks for coming on the show. Could agree more, Mitch. And uh, thank you, as always, for having me. It's always fun to cut it up with you. And, uh, you know, maybe that fight you suggested, you can uh, take a quick little flight out here to Dallas. And yeah, get maybe. Maybe just did a direct, just charter a plane, just charter it right down, drop me off right in downtown. Uh, That was Josh Witten here on the Money Mitch Effect. Thank you all for listening. If you like the show, you can find it on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play. I'm on Twitter at MoneyMitchM21, and check out the Money Mitch Effect Facebook page for some exclusive content as well. We'll see you next week. More talk, NFL draft coming up, hockey and basketball playoffs. You're not going to want to miss it. For Josh Witten, I'm Mitch, Mitch Michaels. This was the Money Mitch Effect. Keep enjoying sports.